Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello there, Steph here, human and host of the show, warning you that there's going to be strong language and adult humour. Still a good show though. Oh, I didn't look up a quote. Bring me sunshine in your smile. Bring me laughter all the while. I'll stop there. <laughs> That's perfect. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I did a musical intro this time. I know, and it was as bad as mine. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Educating Georgia, the show in which, if you've forgotten, I teach Georgia about films by showing her a hundred films, and then she pretends yeah. it's not been a waste of her time. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly what happens. I'm Steph. I know film. I'm Georgia. I don't know film. That's not true. You know 11 films? <laughs> 11 films. Woo-wee. <laughs> Before you start, I realised we were saying we were rounding up uh, films that came out last year. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think I saw any films. I did see one film that oh. I really enjoyed, but it wasn't because I didn't enjoy it that I forgot about it. It was because it was so early on in the madness. There wasn't any madness that I just forgot that it was in 2020. What was the film? Was, it was Bad Boys for Life. I love Bad Boys for Life. It was a contender. <laughs> I, I love Will Smith. I've seen all of the Bad Boys films, and I think that one was my favourite Bad Boys film. Well, so, as it thank you for that. I just, just wanted to round up that so I wasn't That's a liar anymore. Well, as was implied by your singing, in inverted commas, <laughs> <laughs> this week we're watching Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. Do you know anything about Little Miss Sunshine? I will I... start by saying it's not about the Mr. Men and Little Miss character, who is also oh, called Little Miss Sunshine. Damn it! <laughs> That's what I was basing my joy on. Um... <laughs> No, I'd, I'd never heard of it until you said it. I say I don't remember it. I say I've had to, like, see the poster and stuff to get it, like, up, ready to watch. But um. <laughs> Little Miss Sunshine is a tragic comedy road film. I, mm. I like both of those genres, although I'm not convinced I've seen many road films. I did last night watch We're the Millers for the first time. It was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's that's yeah, she the plays one. A stripper. It's very, Yay. very cool. <laughs> very nice, very nice. <laughs> yes, I have seen that. It was a long time ago, but I have seen it. Uh, whoa, so so is this Priscilla but with out the drag? Um well, how about you listen to the premise and then we find out. Okay. I will shut my mouth. I could not find a synopsis anywhere that was decent and short. So you're just getting the full one that's, I imagine, on the back of the DVD. Fair. <laughs> the Hoover family, a man, his wife, an uncle, a brother, and a grandfather, puts the fun back in dysfunctional by put, piling into a VW bus and heading to California to support a daughter in her bid to win the Little Miss Sunshine contest. The sanity of everyone involved is stretched to the limits as the group's quirks cause epic problems as they travel along their interstate route. Marvellous. I like how it says a daughter, not their daughter. No, no, it's a daughter. 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 Someone's daughter. (laughs) The film was written and and directed by newcomers. Uh, So it was written by Michael Arndt. It was his first feature film. 
um, directed by Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Farris, also their first oh. film. Oh, wow. Michael Arndt is, uh, he also did Toy Story 3. So if you want any hey. idea what the tone of this film's going to be, it's Toy Story 3, but without the toys. So just three. Yeah, it's, it's, it's story, story three. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, it sounds like a solid premise, and I think, well, we know what I love. I like character. I like storyline, and I think, I think that, you're gonna love this film. I genuinely think you're gonna love this film. Yeah, I think that characters together in a small space you can't get out, and you have to sort of like battle each other but obviously not physically well we don't know yet no spoilers um, and also I, no I've spoilers. seen the film loads of times I love it I only remember one scene we'll get into what that is later no two, okay. two scenes we'll get into those two scenes later um, because they're very memorable and that's very oh, nice <laughs> I, I, like, I think I'm really going to enjoy this film I think it is going to be a bit like Priscilla for me in the sense that it's just a good film and that it's got a lot of character and a lot of it's going to make me do the feels oh I imagine it'll make you do the feels um 90% on Rotten Tomatoes oh um, very funny very heartfelt great ensemble cast um and that ensemble cast is really good um it stars Greg Kinnear Steve Carell Tony Collette Paul Dano possibly Dano uh, Abigail Breslin and Alan Arkin. Steve Carell sounds familiar. Uh, the Office. He is Michael in The Office. Oh, oh, yes, I can see his face. Um, it was mind. nominated for four Academy Awards, including Best Picture, and won Best Screenplay and Best Supporting Actor for Alan Arkin. Well, that's not like a bad first gig, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> But do you reckon they retired after that? They did one smash. Like, right, that's it. We'll end on a high. Michael Arndt didn't because he did Toy Story three. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> but the others. The others, I genuinely don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know when this film came out. I don't know if it was before or after. Toy well, it was Story. his film debut, so um. <laughs> before, okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, first gig. I wonder if he did anything else afterwards. Well, I didn't know which one came first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun fact, this film exists because of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wait, hold on. He's not in it, is he? No, 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 he's not in it. But it exists because of him. Um, he said in an interview, if there's one thing I hate in this world, it's losers. I despise them. Which I think we can all agree. Pretty shitty thing to say. Yeah. Um, and yeah. as a result, uh, Michael Arndt decided to write a film about losers, and he said uh, this about it. I thought there's something so wrong with that attitude. I wanted to attack that idea in life. You're going up or you're going down, so to a degree, a child pa beauty pageant is the epitome of the ultimate stupid, meaningless competition, competition people put themselves through. Wow. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't have an opinion on this. Well, I have high expectations for this film, but I don't have an opinion on it because I haven't seen it. I have opinions on children's beauty pageants I, they are not good yeah well do you want to talk about that now or wait until you've seen the film well i don't think it's going to go into too much detail about like i assume it's mostly the journey of getting there rather than the actual yes, being there the but i'm sure they talk i'm sure they talk about it but i've seen like 
I've never watched like a full episode of like the toddlers and tiaras, but the clips that I've seen, when it's like they're forcing very small children into like high heels and like jabbing glitter in their eyes and like, oh, you need eyelash extensions and like she's four, like chill out. And they get really annoyed with them and they shout at them because they don't know how to do choreography. What? She can't walk yet. Chill out, man. <laughs> yeah, I think fair enough. If you're an adult and you want to go through it there don't make your children i think my problem is the parents who make their children go through it who and the children obviously don't want to but they're like living a dream through them and that's what i find very upsetting wow yeah if she wants to do it if this is like oh they're all getting in the van so that she can go and do what she wants yes that is the premise um well then i feel slightly happier about it i don't like the concept as a whole but i'm happier that it's not a mum desperately trying to live their own dream through their child who doesn't want to do it yeah, yeah. that's my piece there we said. Go. you said your piece and now we yeah. can move on and have a joyous time watching this film yeah with that to the movies good 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 job <laughs> good job me wowie what a great introduction here's the bit where i tell you that there are spoilers in the next part but also where i tell you that wonderfully you can follow us on whatever you're using to listen spotify amazon acast i don't know why you're using acast but you could be even on apple or you can follow us on social media at hatpackprod on twitter or hatpack productions on facebook and instagram they're all out there please love the sunshine then yay it made me do the feels that's the intention <laughs> that was the intention and if that was exactly the intention of the director and the writer good job well done you did no, it. i think they wanted you to feel nothing while you watched it oh <laughs> well then they did a very poor job yeah they fucked it didn't they <laughs> yeah they really did um <laughs> i yeah i just thought it was there are a lot of films that are oh we're rooting for the underdog and they go and i think a lot of films it would have ended with olive winning and it would have been a whole thing of oh like we're supporting the underdog but i think because it didn't like it was a bit more realistic because oh there was there no a... way olive was winning that from the start <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's kind of the idea but the fact that they went anyway and they were so desperate and <laughs> she just did it and then just the image of like her whole family like dancing on the stage in rebellion <laughs> yeah well, I mean, it is, it's physically so... trying to carry them off <laughs> <laughs> it's no, that, that final scene is just so funny and beautiful and great and oh, i love it i love that final yeah. scene. like although it was silly like i was welling up because it was like such a like a bonding moment everyone was like do you know what we're here and we're doing it yeah, and we're I mean, doing it. Great. And everyone had, well, everyone who needed an arc had an arc. So you had, uh, I mean, Greg Kinnear's character went from, oh, I forgot how awful he was, to, mm. I guess, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Dano <laughs> went from just the worst son to, I guess, a decent human being. <laughs> <laughs> Granddad went from taking drugs to not taking drugs anymore. Well, yeah. Because he's dead. Taking. <laughs> All the drugs, enough drugs. Taking heaven drugs. He's, he's heaven drugs. Taking drugs in heaven. Angel dust. <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> Oli, 
Olive didn't have an arc. She was a plot no. device. But she was great. Um, and Steve Carell went from being the number one Proust scholar to the number two Proust. Pr- Proust. Proust. I honestly thought until today he was pronounced Proust. Because oh. that's how it's spelt. And anyone who pronounces yeah. it Proust clearly can't read. <laughs> <laughs> and those scholars, you know what they are? They can't read. They, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was interested in who Proust was when this was what, so I decided to do some Googling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I found out. He wrote the book In Search of Lost Time. Oh. And he's considered one of the most influential authors of the 20th century. I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him. <laughs> and I did English at A level. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. And that is, that as important. I'm sure you're aware, the highest point of English knowledge that anyone has ever reached. <laughs> exactly. It's just above general knowledge. Yeah. You've got that little bit You've got a extra. little bit more of that English knowledge by doing an A-level. And no, no one else has ever known more about English literature no. than us A-level students. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't go further than that. No, they no. give up after that. They're like, you know everything. It's, it's as I'm sure most people say, it's an English GCSE a la mode with ice cream. Oh, yeah, 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 with ice cream. <laughs> yeah. A la mode. A la mode. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a beautiful film. I just... It is. I've stuck feeling things again. This isn't how I normally am after this. No, <laughs> Normally I, I want to tear into it. <laughs> I know, it's just like, I want to leave it how it is. I think even the moments that are, like, hard to watch the ice cream one in particular oh god what a prick what a prick (laughs) honestly and it's just so hard to watch because you know that there are people that will say that to their kids yeah and it's like it's not oh that's funny because no one would say that it's it hurts because you know people would say that yeah and it's like her little face and it's like when she asks little miss little miss california little Miss California. Little Miss California. <laughs> Little Miss California, my favourite of the Mr. Men. Uh, she Absolutely. is in the shape of um, a parallelogram. Um, parallelogram. <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> and she's bright purple. <laughs> yeah, bright purple parallelogram, Little Miss California. When she yeah. asks her if she eats ice cream, I genuinely welled up a little. And I don't yeah. normally well up at films, except Muppet films. The Muppets, <laughs> unless they're puppets. Unless there's a puppet, I'm not, I'm not crying. But this one... Yeah. Yeah, and it's just because you kind of. I was kind of waiting for her to go like, "No, I don't." Like, I'm on a diet, and I was like, "Please don't do it, please don't do it." And she didn't, and I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> brilliant, because she's she's a pageant winner. She has to say what will please people. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But the fact that like when she's on the panel, like she looks like she's genuinely enjoying it. And she's like, "Yeah, go on then." <laughs> Speaking of the pageant, the host of that pageant. Nods, no doubt about it. Oh, He's a absolutely, <laughs> yeah. It, I, it. Okay, I said my piece about beauty pageants. <laughs> However, I, I don't mean... understand how it's not creepy for a grown man to be standing with a bunch of very small children, like asking them to look more beautiful. It's, I don't. It's genuinely. The minute it started, I was like, oh, it's physically making me uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And it's like when he's singing like at them, and oh. they're just there, like, smiling. And Olive is the only one who's, like, looking around like, this isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
Who is this man? Why is he orange and why hasn't he blinked yet? Who was he? What was his relevance? I How do you how do you end up as the host of Little Miss Sunshine? How where how is that the end of an arc? Like where did that start? I mean, it's oh god. <laughs> I would love to know. I genuinely want to know how you go, how your career gets to the point where you're judging child beauty pageants, so that yeah. I can actively avoid it. Actively avoid it, so you don't wake up in thirty years and be like, "No, oh, but head to the church hall, so I can judge some <laughs> basically naked children." Oh God! <laughs> oh, and I'll pick the best one. <laughs> oh, you know it. <laughs> the it's woman not- at that contest too. The woman who's oh. clearly running it. What gets you to that stage as well? What gets you to the yeah. point where you're like running a pageant and you're that much of a prick? <laughs> At, like you hate life that much. <laughs> and it, it, like I, a lot of people say, like it's a very beautiful thing to see the joy of a child. Like when you hear like children laughing or like playing and stuff like that's a beautiful thing who's like no 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 strip that all away i want them to be absolutely miserable slap on a fake smile slap on a fake tan i want them in small bikinis big hair on stage done (laughs) Uh, but that's all you care about like that's the if you're there four minutes there you're not getting in because this is the most important thing ever i mean jesus Like, I get that there are people who like people to be punctual. Oh, yeah, I like that. I'm I'm never punctual myself because I've decided that if I'm always late, no one else will ever be late to an event with me because I will always be the one to arrive on time. (laughs) What is time? My time time is the correct time. (laughs) Time is a construct. Exactly. Um, Time is a herb, actually. Yeah. See, like, I understand the DJ guy. He's he obviously likes music and he's getting like gigs anywhere he can to just do music. Do music and and stuff. put stuff on and he's like, Yeah, I'll do it. Like he's the only human being at that pageant. <laughs> I mean there's also Everyone the else. um the biker dad. <laughs> oh, he's fab. He's like I love the fact that he's got an earbud in and then just he's does like not first, care. <laughs> first one and he's like, Yeah, like it's really weird. It's like Oh no, he had the right idea to bring earplugs. It's like I'm, I'm sure because I've never been on the receiving end of watching children in performances. Oh, um, I have shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I've certainly been in them and had to wait for my parents and my... family to kind of. I have like, a great finish. story about seeing my brother when he was in primary school doing his oh, no. primary school nativity. So we just moved to Cumbria. I was still getting used to the accent. You know, I understood people. I'm not a prick, but I was getting used to yeah. the accent. And everyone was singing these hymns, and it was singing quite sweetly, and like with that sort of the same voice that everyone puts on when they're singing hymns in primary school, that sort of yep. posh voice. And then they sang the word bucket. And, it went, <laughs> and then he went to his bucket! <laughs> <laughs> okay, there, is, there are very few things in life that I like more than small children with thick accents. I creepy. <laughs> I I don't know the things. Uh, the Secret Life of Five Year Olds. Oh, I have not watched The Secret Life of Five Year Olds. <laughs> and or like things like that. And there was a little boy, and he was Welsh. 
I'm pretty sure he was Welsh and he was like a sheep shearer and he was <laughs> and he was tiny but his accent was so thick and like there was a Yorkshire child and I was like I love it so much because they're so tiny but their accents are so thick and big <laughs> so if my ideal beauty pageant is that all children all the children there are happy and they all have thick accents and they just talk so they what just talk you to want each is other. an accent pageant let's talk the accent, accent pageant <laughs> absolutely but they can't be putting on an accent it has to be theirs it has to be their to... accent we have to go to places with thick accent. accents and go we need yes. a child <laughs> a child from each county <laughs> send them to us we're gonna judge I... which county has the best accent <laughs> yes and I just yeah I just want them to run around and just talk to each other and like I just want to listen you know what once lockdown's over first hat pack production on the stage <laughs> get some kids yeah, and just say children. sentences yes we just give them little placards and be like here here's what you have to say uh, so I yeah so I, I that would be something I'd enjoy but I understand that not everyone even if your child appreciates drama and wants to perform you might and you're going to be proud of them for the five minutes they're on stage but you've got to part with an hour and a half of other people's children who are yeah. just a little bit shit <laughs> Because this is these are children. This isn't a professional production. These are children. It's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, my my family have put up with their fair share of that. <laughs> oh god, mine too. I I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't think if I have kids, I'm gonna go to their shows. <laughs> <gasps> no. Honestly, I wouldn't have blamed my family if they didn't go to my shows. <laughs> oh no. Because to be frank, to be I've seen I've seen the 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 the, the recording of my performance as Joseph in the Nativity in year in reception. <sighs> it's shit! <laughs> <laughs> I was not the star I am today back then. <laughs> exactly. I think I think you have to just to repay. But then like your your parents would be your child's grandparents. Yeah, and they, they will can also go. attend. <laughs> I'm no, not going. They're going. You've started I'm busy this. doing you decided. this show. <laughs> yeah. All the time. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't come to your nativity, child number three. <laughs> I'm too busy recording Educating Georgia. We're watching <laughs> Little Miss Sunshine. Again, Again. the reprise. <laughs> oh, wow. Also, I love that in this scenario, I've named my children after which one they were born. <laughs> yeah, and I'm surprised you have three. <laughs> oh, I mean, not by cho- choice. <laughs> I collect Whoops. them like Pokemon. Oh, I'm waiting for a shiny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm now imagining like in an orphanage, they've got like top trumps, and they're like gathering all the children together, like top I'd speed. Like... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like make them compete in an Olympic style. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go to a different orphanage in each county. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> top orphans. <laughs> Bring me your finest orphan. <laughs> you got like a top hat. <laughs> a monocle. Bring me your finest orphan. Well, this is not discussing the film. Uh, <laughs> We've taken a weird turn. Weird, weird detour. Um, wow. To people who haven't listened before, welcome to my brain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Take a holiday in our collective mind. <laughs> Where we have shiny anyway. sticker children. <laughs> Little Miss Little Sunshine. Miss Sunshine. <laughs> oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh. 
they I mean they were a dysfunctional family that they was were very dysfunctional on. Uh, one of them literally doesn't function anymore because he's dead yep. dead <laughs> de- and as I said you never take cocaine before bed I mean you it's not I believe it's heroin I believe he's snorting heroin oh yeah he's snorting heroin you, that's even worse <laughs> well yeah you you can snort cocaine before bed it's snort weird because you know it'll bed. keep you up but heroin yeah. will kill you I've seen Pulp Fiction <laughs> yeah exactly um, if you haven't got John Travolta and some dude in a dressing gown to provide you with adrenaline, don't do heroin before bedtime. Don't do heroin. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, it is sad that he was doing heroin in the bathroom and his small grandchild is next door and she's the one who has to find him. Yeah, yeah. Like, that said, the scene where they're breaking him out of the hospital is oh, one of the funniest in the film. It's... I... <laughs> obviously not realistic no god no <laughs> but i just love it's she he's pleading with her like you, but you don't understand like we have somewhere to get to like we'll come back for him we'll circle like we'll just leave and then she's like you're not the only one who's had someone die here today so like just sign the forms and chill out and it's the desperation when he's because do you know what because of the tone I was half expecting it to be the wrong person. Like, they'd made a mistake and it wasn't him. And, like, that's where the laugh was going to be. I thought he'd, like, pulled back, laughed, and, like, oh, my God, Dad. And he was either, A, alive and faking it, or, B, it wasn't their... That wasn't their relative. That was someone else. So I was kind of waiting for that humour, like, that drop for the, like, the sadness to break. And then it's just they look at each other and like we're getting him out of here. Open the window. We're gonna and throw him out the window. It's... We're gonna throw him out the window. And they're like, go. And then they all do it. And they're all like, yep, yep, we're doing this. It's fine. <laughs> the police officer is the other bit because oh. when I said there were two scenes I remembered, uh, one was the police officer. I mean, yeah. I remembered a lot more than I thought I did as we were watching. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the one was the police officer mm-hmm. who arrives. <laughs> and it's one of the funniest scenes, and they're looking through the, the, the and he gets the pawn. He's like, oh, you. You dirty little bugger, you. Oh, you dirty bugger. <laughs> oh, hello. And then he like, goes through and he gets the, the gay porn magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just slowly puts it down. He goes, you can have these. Um. <laughs> yep. But the fact that he, to- because of that, totally misses the body that's yeah, in the that's... <laughs> Which <laughs> leads then to maybe the funniest line of the whole film, which is um, when they're talking about, when she's about, when Olive is about to perform and she goes, I want to dedicate this to my granddad. And he goes, is he here? Is he with? Is he? Is he what? Is, where, where is, is he? he? And she goes, in the trunk of our car. <laughs> trunk of our car. Dude, and everyone he's like, just stops. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, he's in a hearse now, but like. Yeah. No, he's not. She I wasn't it was a van. <laughs> just a van. <laughs> we don't know um, that that was a coroner. That could have been just some rat. That could have been the guys from John Wick. <gasps> it's a crossover <laughs> dun 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 the much awaited crossover John Wick and Little Miss Sunshine <laughs> I mean I'm writing it right now <laughs> yeah put it down yeah I just there were there were obviously I did well up a lot I say the ice cream was one of them and when she's going to bed like before granddad overdoses um when she's like I don't know if I'm, like, I'm nervous, like I'm gonna lose, kind of thing. And he's like, "You're the most beautiful girl in the world." Like, yeah. And I think, despite obviously they are dysfunctional and they row and tell each other to shut up. Just a normal family, aren't they? Every family rows yeah. and argues and stuff, and then they move beyond that. And 
Yeah, and it's just like you can see that there's that there's so much love there, and it's just. And I think a lot of it is through Olive. I think. Yeah, Olive is. She doesn't have an arc, but she's an anchor for all of the yeah. heartwarming moments in it. She's the one yeah. who goes to hug um, the just worst child. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I don't think he was that bad. Oh, what? No, he's a prick. He read some Nietzsche <laughs> and thinks that he needs to do a vowel sign. Fuck off. <laughs> I've read Nietzsche. He's not that good. <laughs> and you've never shut up, so it's obviously not... <laughs> exactly. I think someone needs to... If you read Nietzsche, you either become me or him, and they're both terrible options. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he's an angsty teen that wants to be a pilot really bad. I don't like that he says he hates everyone, including his family. But I feel well, like that's a lot of teenage. I find the scene where he runs down that hill after stopping the car and just screws fuck to be one of the yeah. funniest moments in the whole film. I <laughs> do. But do you know what? When it was like, oh, he's taken a vow of silence. I was like, I bet. I bet. Like, there's going to be some moment and he's going to, like, blur out something. <laughs> and then it happened and I was like, this is even better than I imagined. <laughs> Yeah, it's it was it was astonishing. It's, it's the build up because the whole film you're like, oh, he's gonna say do something, and then the build up, yeah, it's like like struggling to keep hold of it in as he's hammering at the car and then running up and just scream. Oh, it's brilliant! Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. But I would say it's like when he's like, oh, he's got twenty twenty vision, and then he's like got this little smile on his face, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna be a really good pilot. And then he's like, oh, I'm gonna test if he's color blind, and I kind of felt it. I was like, oh no. And then he's, she's like holding it up and he's sort of looking at it. I was like, no, 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 you can't be a pilot if you're colourblind. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I could see it happening. And then I would say he just loses it. And then I will say the, I can't remember the names, but the uncle who's like, pull over. <laughs> like, he's having a breakdown. That's another... <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that is, it was a good scene. A very powerful, yeah. cathartic scene. Mm. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The other moment that they that the uncle is involved in doing something with the car is when they forget Olive. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god, they forget Olive. They just they're all sat there because they've had a like they've had a row, haven't they? Yeah. And the uncle's just seen someone from the where he used to work. Is that? Yes. Uh, the uncle saw his ex lover, his student, oh, fell in love with. Okay. And he, like, hides his bandages, yeah. Yeah. So he has just had that, I was saying, the couple have had a row. The other kid doesn't say anything anyway. Um, Grandad's high on heroin. Um, oh, high as shit. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's and high because he's in heaven. That's the third one. I'm not going to talk sure? about how he's dead anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you sure he's in heaven? Oh, um, no, he is definitely in hell. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Now, I not just one woman, multiple women. Like, oh, are you hearing that me? That scene not is what... brilliant. Multiple. Anyway. <laughs> that is fantastic. But so, so they've all got, like, something else going on. And even though they're only there, they're only in that truck going to where they need to go because of Olive, <laughs> they leave her behind. <laughs> the thing, though, is the scene where they get pick Olive up, she seems totally fine with it. She's like, oh, yeah, oh, they, yeah. they forgot me. Uh, I'm sure they'll come back. And then they do come back and she just smiles rather than going, yeah. you guys fucking forgot me. I I would say I would have ne- I would have not let that down. My parents would... forgot me on a few occasions um, <laughs> in my life from school and stuff when I had like... Oh, class. yeah, 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 yeah. And I, 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 I still don't let them forget about that. And they would oh, pick yeah. me up like five minutes late. 
Yeah, I've had that. I was like, because my mum, my mum worked at prime, like work, still works at primary school, and oh. she was doing her teacher training and stuff when I was like younger. And the only day that my childminder, who used to pick me up from, like, who normally picked me up from school, didn't work was a Friday. So my friends' mums all had like a rotor like including my grandparents and like someone would get me on a friday and but because i had a club that got like moved over one was like oh i'll be there it's fine cut to me like sat (laughs) (laughs) just like twiddling my thumbs like and basically what had happened was my mum had like stayed a while because a parent of one of the children she taught couldn't make the open evening and she was like showing off her like like what she'd done in school or something I can't really remember what it was and she just turns to this mum and goes oh! and so what is it she's like I've left my child at school <laughs> and she was like go go <laughs> the mum's like running like ringing the school but because it's like after four o'clock or whatever like no one's there and she's like running and like rings like one of like the one of my friend's mums who's like closest to like can you go and like make sure she's still there <laughs> like she doesn't walk Shh. off or anything <laughs> sorry um <laughs> banger back to your story yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that like even that it wasn't that she just walked off without me didn't forget that she was like caught up doing something else and just went oh my god what's the time and like totally forgot and, like made sure i was okay and like then like got to me as quick as could and that comes up a lot, right? And that was many years ago. I can't believe that she's just sat there like, mm. but when she's 14, this is going to come back. And then, oh yeah, remember that time you forgot me? You're the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> but she, she's so... Lo- I, I, I like Olive. She's, she never gets angry. She gets a bit upset and she, down. The, the most, she's... the most like sad we see her is her, um, f- like going and saying Granddad's not waking up, which is fair enough. Yeah. she's a bundle of joy. <laughs> yeah, totally makes up for that scum of a child oh in Princess God. Bride. <laughs> God, I hate him. <laughs> Such a terrible child. I actually don't hate the child in the Princess Bride. I think he's fine. I mean, I did call him a. C- <laughs> uh, yes he definitely I agree <laughs> I keep like every now and again I think about how do I advertise this podcast oh I know I'll tell everyone that in the second episode I called a child the c word <laughs> yeah just meet c bomb done we move on <laughs> yeah no, I, I mean, think I think that I hate Paul Dano as a child I mean he's not a child he's a teenager but as a char- as a child of a parent more than I hate the child in the Princess Bride because I just think he's a prick. <laughs> Fair. I get where you're coming from, but I don't think he's that bad. <laughs> um, I think. Well, the funny you said about like this film was made because of Arnold Schwarzenegger saying that he hated losers. Yeah. And then the dad is that. He's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, you can tell based on the accent and massive muscles. <laughs> exactly. They're like for like spitting image. I mean, I looked at that and went, I can't believe that's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can't believe it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> My favourite brand of margarine. 
Exactly. Mm-mm. Can't taste the difference. Del- delicious, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> he'll be butter. Oh, um, he'll be butter. Mm. That was real bad. Ah, was <laughs> I terrible. might cut that. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, um, he is that character, and the whole point is that he has to get over it because he's a loser. Yeah. He he he's he's the biggest loser of the whole family. Yeah. I say I get it. I get I there are a lot of people who have that attitude of like and especially like pass it on to their children of like you've got to win, like you've got to do it, you've got like and I think that's sort of taken to the extreme because he's got this like self help program that's like nine steps or whatever that he keeps mentioning it. Oh my god. He <laughs> like he's up. trying it's like, he's, like they're your family. They're not gonna buy your book. Like, doesn't care but jesus christ who could marry that man <laughs> i know well i assume he came up with it after they I, married i'd but... hope because jesus yeah even though he's like yeah we're gonna win like he doesn't see it around him and even like in himself like i mean he yeah. doesn't i mean he... it's like the guy says when he like scoots to the hotel oh my god um and they're like it's not the it's not the book book. like no one's heard of you like you're preaching success but you're not successful no one knows who you are well he does the first the first scene at that little montage of everyone being mixes of miserable and weird yeah is like he's performing his like you're gonna be a winner everyone's a winner to a group of like four Mm. people only two of them actually clap (laughs) Mm. like that's sad yeah it's yeah he makes me feel sorry for him, despite the fact that he's a huge piece of shit. I had forgotten how awful he was. <laughs> I think in the in the first half, it's very like, oh my god, he's unbearable. Like, how can he be this awful? And yeah. then it's like as it as he kind of unravels. I think when he sees the flip side of it, when yeah, when you kind of he starts to become more sympathetic. Yes. And it, and I think that's probably get... why I'd forgotten how awful he was at the start because he has yeah. that bit at the middle where he has to start not being that prick. <laughs> yeah, just may- maybe just don't be a prick. Maybe just, just don't, don't. Don't tell your daughter not to oh. eat ice cream because it'll make you fat. <laughs> yeah, I ju- but I think it's kind—it's of, balanced out by the fact that everyone else at that table is like, "What are you doing?" It's not like they're like, oh yeah, okay. And then like staying silent and like not backing up. They're all like, shut up, you moron. You can eat ice cream if you want. Oh, oh we're going to eat it. Mm. And she's like, no. Delicious, delicious some... ice cream. Just... In a way though, that felt very cruel because like obviously they're trying to goad her into eating some of the ice cream, but them eating, um, them eating just felt very rude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, if you're not going to eat it, I'll like, mm, like when we know you can't have any. It's like... <laughs> Sitting in front of a lactose intolerant person and just like scoffing cheese. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, you'd like some of this, wouldn't you? Mm. I'm just gonna pour the grated cheese down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in like slow motion. <laughs> you know the uh, was it flash dance when she like pulls the cord? <laughs> like, oh my god! With cheese. Just pouring grated cheese. I, <laughs> honestly, kind of want to make that. <laughs> yeah, we all grate it. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> no way it's going to be cheesy. I'm so good at this. Oh, damn. Don't mean a pun cycle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way we can make this cheddar. Oh, I mean, that 
you're right. <laughs> I heard you doing it, and you were right. We can't make it cheddar. <laughs> it's Wensleydale. Oh, marvellous. I can't remember what I was going to say. Half all the cheese humour. Yeah, so I think he's the... <laughs> <laughs> Sentences you never hear on a film podcast. <laughs> Just, you know, because of the cheese humour, I've forgotten where I was. (laughs) Or you might have heard it on the set of Wallace and Gromit, you never know. (laughs) We won't be this good when we're doing what if we do a Wallace and Gromit film. No, we won't. Oh, even though I do love them, they are Uh, a huge uh, part of my childhood. I mean, they're a part of every Brit's childhood, I'd hope, if they haven't grown up with You said Brit, I thought you said prick. (laughs) Yeah, they're a part of every prick's childhood. You're a prick. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm not denying it. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, it balances out because he's the bad egg. He's the one voice that's like, why don't you have an eating disorder? And everyone's like, no, let's not do that to our child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I do love the react when the, the son and the uncle like run into the pageant and then immediately come back out again like oh my god like what is this (laughs) i feel like that is such a pure reaction for like because again about beauty everyone there thinks that's normal and then as an outsider coming in you're going like what is happening oh my god girl who was doing like the backflips and cartwheels and all that contortion stuff yeah i was i refuse to believe a child is able to do that it's Let like, alone oh, that a mother would, or a father would let a child do that. <laughs> you don't need a spine. What do you mean? Just bend it. Just bend it. <sighs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I think... I say it's that... Children look like children, right? Yes, they do. Well done. <laughs> yes. I'm coming... There's Georgia really... spitting facts. <laughs> spitting facts, left, right and centre. And then... But, like, the fake tan... The eyelashes, the big hair, the lipstick, the white teeth. Yeah. It's all just so fake, but also so kind of... It's adult. And you're kind of smushing them together. And it's like they end up looking like old people. And I don't understand how... Because they've got like baby faces, but so much stuff on it. And they're... The smiles that they all have, it's like ear to ear, it's like Cheshire Cat, it's like, are you in pain? (laughs) And it's like, they all think that's beautiful and that's lovely and this is their weekend and great, but then when (laughs) two kind of like older, not older men, but like grown people (laughs) like look at it and they're like, oh no, no, (laughs) this is not what we want our, like, olive to be a part of like she should not be a part of this this is horrendous yeah i mean even dad goes all the way around and goes oh god we cannot let her think these are standards of beauty we cannot we cannot do this (laughs) like like everyone's gonna laugh at her like because we think that's normal for a child to look like but that's not what they're doing she's on a totally different plane of normal and these children are way out we can't (laughs) let her be i just i mean what the what the yeah. fuck is wrong with pageant parents? <laughs> I I don't know. It's I I want to know who came up with it. Who like I'd understand. Okay, because in advertising, in modelling, in TV and stuff, there will be scripts, storylines, whatever that need children, need small yes. children to be a part of that. 
whether you're advertising baby clothes or you're doing a family sitcom yeah none of them look like that so what i don't understand is why that's beautiful like why that on a child why a sequin bikini a beehive hairdo i mean it's i think i think the i think it i don't know I have no yep. idea. I was going to answer it with some sort of logic, but there's no logic behind it. There's it's no a fucking there's... pageant. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, isn't that four-year-old adorable? What would she look like in drag? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Why would you think that was good? Uh, anyway. <laughs> well, but aside from your <laughs> rage at the ang- concept ang- of a beauty pageant... Yes. Rating? Oh... It might have to be like a. I mean, we never said anything negative about the film apart from. I, I haven't. I Paul. was like, why? I was. Yeah, I was like, why would it not be a five? Why would it? I was like, it's about beauty pageants, but she wants to do it and she's not conforming to their standards and she's doing it on her own. And. Oh, man. Just say it. It might it, be Georgia. a five. It might five. be a five. It's a five, five out of five. It's a five out of five. I, I need an air horn. Air. Yeah. air, 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 air. Like their <laughs> horn. They're, so it's like. Yeah, the, the sound of a dying sheep. That's a five out yes. of five. <laughs> That's a five out of five. Yeah, I can't. I can't fault this film because the moments that are hard to watch, they're supposed to be, and you're not supposed to agree with what they're saying. They're not making a point about this is what is good. No. It's a beautiful film. It's a brilliant film. Fair enough. Five brilliant out of five. Film. Five out of five. Fucking hell. Yeah, well, with we're that, here, lads. I've got to tell you what we're doing next week. I forget, I forget how we do this show. <laughs> yes, it's been a while. Um, next week, we're going to sit in a room with 12 angry men. Ooh! Ooh. Now, I, now, I have seen this one. I know. Wish you would have pretended otherwise. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking ruined it. The whole the whole podcast oh. is in shambles because of you. <laughs> so sorry, but once you've been in a room with twelve angry men, you don't forget it easily. Oh, I mean, I loved every minute of it. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so one hundred percent. And that'll do it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Woo! I'm back, reminding you that once again, if you enjoyed this show, you can follow us on whatever you use to listen. I said them before, you can just pop back to the middle. Or on social media, at HatPackProd on Twitter. And on Facebook and Instagram, it's HatPackProductions. They're all available to you. I'm getting desperate.